Welcome to the Mud Talk Podcast, where you can hear thoughts from potters and ceramic artists around the world. A new topic each episode to improve our craft, grow our businesses, and discover new perspectives. We want to hear from you. My name is Brandon Schwartz, but you can call me Fuzzy. Welcome back. This is only the 22nd episode of the Mud Talk Podcast. And I say only because I had hoped to have a lot more episodes of this podcast finished during 2019. If you signed up for the uh, free course, Your Best Pottery Year, at the beginning of the year, you would have heard that one of my goals for the year was 20 new episodes of this podcast. But that was one of my, I guess, extra goals. It wasn't exactly at the top of my list. So I won't feel bad uh, because I have already accomplished some of my primary goals. In fact, I think going through the best pottery year course really helped me focus on what was important and plan for success throughout the year. So at the beginning of 2020, I'll be offering something even better, the Clay Success Club. It will include the best pottery year course, plus a bunch of other stuff, and you can check it out at expertclay.com if you are interested in something like this. Uh, but anyway, let's get to the episode. In this episode, we are talking about pottery tools and what potter doesn't like to talk about tools. The question was, what is your must-have pottery tool? There were some great answers and some that made me consider adding a few new tools to my toolbox. So let's start with the most basic of all pottery tools, the hands. BV. XI said simply, hands. And T. Thomas Art agreed, I was going to say hands too, lol. Little Fish Ceramics just added a hands emoji and said, mum and dad gave them to me. Mark Robert Isaacs and Soulfire Jewelry both said my hands. And Earthen Bones said my hands. One of them broke and I was helpless. Don't take them for granted. So obviously, you know, making handmade stuff, you usually use your hands in some aspect. All right, let's move on. A lot of people mentioned ribs. Bianca Colangelo said a metal rib. Break Your Knees said wooden rib. It cleans the wheelhead, cleans up the edges of a pot. The dog-loving art teacher said metal rib. I can score, cut, clean, shape. Yo Panama said metal rib. It's an all-purpose tool. I use it to shape, clean, trim. Can't work without it. Glynis Lessing said a brass rib. Lee Art TX said wooden and metal ribs. Liston said metal rib by far. Olisney said the metal rib of death, as I heard someone call it. Killian Pottery said red rubber rib by Mud Tools. I use it for shaping and smoothing. Got it at Bracker's Clay. Pink Moon Ceramics said metal rib by far. It's so satisfying cleaning up a pot at the end with it. Cedar Hill Chick said Mud Tools ribs and finishing sponge. Nicola Hart Studios said rubber kidney, my fave. Shed Ceramics said yep, a little red rubber kidney. I use that every day. NBY Potter said Mud Tools Red Rubber Kidney. And 
Al G from Facebook said, "Custom made by me from stainless steel." And there was a little photo of a rib in- included. All right, some people mentioned sponges as their must-have tool. Art of Awen said, "Yellow and white mud mud tools sponges." Ceramic pottery said, "My sponge." And Bettine DJE said, a sponge. There were a few mentions of carving tools. Spectre Studios Porcelain said, exacto knife for sure. Mally Moon Handmade said, I second the exacto knife. And sponges. Oh, the many, many sponges. Maru Alitas Guevara said carving tools, and RD Ceramics said a rubber chamois I got for free from Dynamert Pottery. It says WYSIWYGtools.com on it. All right, some mentioned some trimming tools as their their favorite or must-have tools. Marion Williams Pottery said my Giffen grip. Two Frog Studio said, My do-all trim tool by Mud Tools. It really does all and saves me so much time not switching from trim tool to trim tool, looking for the perfect angle. And it stays sharp for a long time. And I would agree with that. I'd, I'd use one of those as well. Dana's Wheel said, One perfect sharp trimming tool, hands down. Pen Ceramic said, turning tools that I've made and a wooden rib made from a bamboo spoon. Swash Pots said, my trimming tools from Sinchuan Lin, they are priceless to me. And his YouTube videos. D. Morris 138 said, half moon trimmer. And Caro Art Ceramics said, scalpel. And there were also a few... Other random tools that were mentioned. Mycelium Sophira said, well, my kiln. I just need clay and kiln. Dawadat Ceramics said, it's weird, but a needle tool. Very useful in the building process, because I can cut straight lines, pierce clay for a design, and slip and score with it. Corkelia Lee said, needle tool. It's Art B said, toothpick. Ryan Ray Ceramics said, a wooden number two pencil. Art Rocks in a Box said, my imagination. And Stefan Statak said, my shovel, second hands. And there were many people like myself who couldn't just pick one tool. Art by Greta Michelle said, my mud tools, any one of them. A. Newman Pottery said, all of them. For me, each tool has a specific purpose and is just as important as the next. Alive Guy Pottery said, Definitely my red mud tools ribs and white sponge from Zium Tools for finishing my pots. Also love my new insert bat system from VersaBat. Allows me to keep forms tight without damaging from direct hand wheel removal. Good Pot Ceramics said, That's so hard to answer because I use some tools to throw, some to trim, some to finish and decorate. I could probably pick a favorite from each stage in the process. And I agree. 
and the named said needle tool, sponge, my beloved sharp Japanese knife, and my teachers at YouTube. I was at the kindergarten of pottery when my beloved teacher was diagnosed with breast cancer and had moved to a big city 600 kilometers away. And YouTube came with extraordinary teachers from China to U.S., from U.K. to Japan. All right, and that, that brings us to some of my favorite responses to this question, which included one from Earth Artem, uh, who said, Years ago in college, they were remodeling the studio and had pulled out the old sink. Under where it had stood, stuck in years' accumulation of dried-out clay muck, I found a small copper rib. Perfectly shaped, I use it every day. I still have many tools from college days, but this is my all-time favorite. I just love this response because it has an interesting story and it seems to be a unique tool. I mean, all the metal ribs I've seen have been stainless steel. And I've, I mean, I've heard about brass ribs, but I don't think I've seen a copper rib, so that seems kind of unique. All right, another another great response was from Starting Pottery. Since I'm a beginner and I am quite awkward with tools, I always find my fingers are better than the tool I try to use because my fingers feel the clay. But the tool I find handy is the round sponge. This is a good point from Starting Pottery. Uh, I mean, especially being a beginner. I really like to feel the clay when I'm working on the wheel as well. And... I can get a pretty good curve now with just, you know, even just my fingertips. I mean, using a rib and some other tools do have some advantages. You know, those ribs make it really nice and smooth, smooth of curves. But, yeah, I like I like to be able to feel the, feel the clay between my fingers. Another response was from BC Ocean Mist. All the textures I play with, bark, starfish, not real, and ones I create with polymer clay. And I like this response because I love it when artists make their own tools. It can really give your work some unique properties if you're using a tool that no one else is using. I mean, one that you've actually made yourself. Um, and this response kind of reminded me of the Indiana Clay Conference that I attended a little while ago. One of the presenters was, was Sarah Pike, and she passed around a collection of bisque stamps that she had made herself and showed the marks that they made in the clay. And that was just really inspiring just to see all the different kind of marks you can make. I mean, just from making stamps out of clay and then bisque firing them. So, I mean, a pretty pretty simple process, but you can really make some unique tools, and which will make some unique marks. So I'll try to remember to add a photo in the show notes of that, uh, those those stamps. So look for the show notes of this episode if you want to see that. Uh, I started making some of my own bisque stamps, you know, years ago, but I feel like now I could really spend some more time and really make some interesting stamps now, you know, now that I've thought about it and seen some other ideas from different places and I mean, gotten, gotten a better handle on my work itself. So I kind of know what, what I might be looking for. I've also made a number of other tools. Uh, from a simple sponge on a stick, you know, to soak up the, the extra water at the bottom of a pot, uh, to custom logo stamps. Um, I made myself like this little custom trimming shield to fit on my wheel, you know, with the, the Giffen grip, um, so the clay doesn't fly all over. And I 
started making some brushes so we can get some groundhog fur and I, you know, bound together the bristles after taking a little workshop with uh, Troy Bungart, but I never actually finished them. Uh, never put them on like a, a brush handle yet, but maybe, maybe that'll be another project sometime. Uh, I, I make a lot of little plastic ribs out of old credit cards, use my Dremel tool, make the, the curve just how I want it so I can round off the edges of trays and things like that if I need to. And I know there's, I mean, probably plenty of tools that I've made, but I mean, I didn't use much or just forgotten about them by now. Um, but let me think about the tools that I use all the time. Um, I mean, so I've already mentioned it. It's hard to pick just one go-to tool. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of tools that I use that I feel like are important. Uh, my hands, of course, as some people mentioned, but I mean, if you don't count that, and I guess you, if you don't count the pottery wheel as a tool, it would probably come down to my wooden trim knife, my stamp making kit, and my HP laser printer. Or maybe my my cutoff wire. Like the trim knife is what I use to cut away the extra clay at the bottom of a pot while it's still on the wheel. And I create a little groove under the bottom, you know, at the bottom of the pot so I can slide my cutoff wire underneath. And the one I have is a, it's a handmade one by Troy Bungart. I don't know, I got that years ago. I still use it, you know, every time I make a pot, just about. Uh, but And he makes all kinds of amazing pottery tools and uses some exotic woods. So check out his Etsy shop called Burl Chaser. Uh, it's by TroyBungartStudios.com. He's got all kinds of great great pottery tools that he makes. Um, I suppose if I had to, I could live without that. I mean, I could get like one of those cheap cheap trim knife, wooden trim knives or just figure out some other way to do it. But... I don't know if I could live without a cutoff wire. That'd be tough to do. That cutoff wire makes it really easy when I'm weighing out clay and, I mean, cutting pots off the wheel. If I'm not throwing off the hump, I mean, yeah, how are you, how are you going to get your pot off the wheel without cutting it off with the wire? Um, sounds boring, but, yeah, very useful. And, I mean, there are two, the two other tools that I mentioned are very specific to my work, so it'd be hard, hard to make my work without these. The laser printer is what I use to print my decals to make the world map mugs and cups. I also have a stamp making kit that I can print my own rubber stamps. Well, I guess technically they're not rubber, rubber, but they are kind of like rubber stamps that I, and I use those for logos and textures and all kinds of other stuff. And I mean, I could order that kind of stuff from somewhere else. I could order decals from somewhere else. And I've actually ordered rubber stamps from other places, but it's nice to have, you know, be involved with that, have that control over, over those things. So, I mean, it's hard to pick just one tool that I can't live without, but I mean, the good thing about being a potter is that there are always plenty of tools. And as I was thinking about my own tools and I mean, some of the tools that other people mentioned, it made me think about how much of an effect tools have on our work. I mean, think about your favorite tool, you know, one you use all the time. How would your work change if you didn't have that tool anymore? Or what if you changed that tool in some way? I mean, are most of your tools used for efficiency, uh, to make things quicker and easier? Or do you have certain tools that give you a certain effect that can be achieved with 
any other kind of tool or any other way? I mean, those are, those are interesting questions to think about, I think. With those questions, let's, let's wrap up this episode of the Mud Talk podcast. I mean, give you something to think about, maybe. Think about your tools. And remember, if you have any thoughts you would like to share, I mean, questions, comments, whatever, I would love to hear them. You can email me at brandon at expertclay.com or you can leave a comment in the show notes. Just go to expertclay.com and click on podcast in the top menu and you can find this episode, episode 22. And while you're there, take a look at the 2020 Clay Success Club. I hope to keep the number of accepted members low for this year just so we can really focus on I mean, the needs of those people. But I think it will be an awesome opportunity for some some of you out there. So check that out. Also, check the show notes for links to some of the tools that were mentioned. And I also put up a new Mud Talk Monday question about growing the clay community. There hasn't been a lot of responses, so so go go answer that if you've got some ideas to grow the clay community. Maybe I'll repost that one again, too, just to have some more discussion on that. And in the next episode of the podcast, we'll talk about arranging your pottery studio or your workspace. And I can't wait for that one because I'll be arranging things in my new pottery studio very soon. So hopefully I'll have get some good ideas next time as well. So until then, keep making awesome stuff with your awesome tools and stay muddy.